Hey, hey, all you Arizona lovers, this is the Fighting Arizona podcast, episode number 220. I am your host, Jose. Thank you so much for listening. Today's guest, the owner of Love Lux. Yes, we had Sydney in. Thank you so much to Sydney. You were a blast to talk to. I cannot imagine working with you every day and having that much fun and laughter in the room. So thank you again for being so incredible, coming in, telling us your story from, from beginning all the way from like early childhood to now because it was a wonderful story to hear and hear your growth and what you've been able to accomplish. So shout out to everyone at Lux, Love Lux and go check them out. They're located in Scottsdale. We have linked everything as always below in the bio. So go check it out, go check them out. Um, we're gonna jump right into our business side. You can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at our website, findingarizonapodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. Um, one of the things that we do is provide a newsletter and a blog. The blog is a little bit more of the personal side and the newsletter will tell you officially what's going on throughout the week, whether that's us in the podcast or what's going out in the community. Another thing that you can do to support us is join our Patreon, patreon.com slash finding Arizona podcast. Supporting there helps us get money for um, our podcast and helps us support going, traveling and meeting new people, getting new equipment and all of it all is all for you guys to consume with extra content, one of them being uh, the fine examination, which is our bonus content of 50 questions that we ask every guest who comes through our door. It's rapid fire. It's fun. Everyone has a good time. I hope that you guys enjoy it too. So thank you again for everyone who's been supporting us. There's a lot of stuff going on throughout the week and throughout the month of January and it's the new year 2020. So good luck with all of your resolutions. If you don't have any resolutions or you just have credos, whatever it may be, good luck with them. Um, I hope that you guys are able to accomplish and make 2020 very special for you and your family. So we are going to move into my favorite part of the intro, which is the community corkboard. If you would like to send us an invite or something to shout out, send it over to finding Arizona podcast at gmail.com. We will set up an intro like the next of the following. So made with love in Gilbert, Arizona. It's a, it's a local market. You can join the, them. It's fun. It's free. It's family friendly located at um, Gilbert's made it uh, down. Actually, it's located at uh, 388 North Gilbert Road in Gilbert, Arizona. It is from uh, 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. That's today, January 11th, Saturday, January 25th and Saturday I think February 28th and I think they're going to keep going. This is a kind of a continuous thing that Gilbert does. So I I honestly want you guys to go check this out because one of our friends, um, Keep Nature Wild, is going to be over there and they're supporting that local business. So our next um, invite is over to Food Fest. It's a free event uh, taking place January 19th from 4 p.m. to 9 p.m. over at the Akatio Restaurant and Bar located in downtown Phoenix. I hope that you guys go check this out it's always a fun event um, you guys always have to go check out these fun little food events it's always a good way to see what's going on in the local community some of the people that are going to do food there is tempura takeover mango rabbit boba the fresh shave twisted munchies hot bamboo um, and much much more so again go check out this free event anyone can go enjoy food over at Akatio in downtown Phoenix uh, to, uh, it's again a free event so January 22nd, this next event is going to be fun for for those who are part of the local business community. It is called
called Arizona Good Business Summit. This is being hosted by our friends over at Local First Arizona. I think this is their either their third or second annual um, event in the business summit. And it's always cool to go visit this one because you get to meet really incredible local business owners who care this much, really. It is truly, truly beautiful how much uh, Local First puts this summit into um, the stratosphere. They make things happen at this event. So this is taking place January 22nd from 8 a.m. And then it goes continues all the way to January 23rd and it ends at 5 p.m. Tickets are still available at Eventbrite. It is all taking place at Phoenix Convention Center in downtown Phoenix. Um, there are going to be a lot of presenters, two keynote speakers. Um, there's going to be networking, happy hour. So again, it's a fun way for you business owners to really kind of network and meet each other. But it's it's also very tightly community based because Local First is such a tight, tight, tight local business oriented group. So that all being said, I hope that you guys enjoy your uh, vacation and that this new year is incredible for all of you. We are going to jump into this episode. This is episode 220. I'm so excited uh, to introduce to you Love Lux. See you on the next one. What is it you do and why do you do it? Here at Finding Arizona Podcast, we love to showcase that. And so do our friends at Every Impression Counts. They offer free strategy consultations so you can envision the possibilities for your business or idea, such as websites, social media management, paid advertising like the top of Google, along with advertising on Facebook, Instagram, Snap, video production, photography, podcasting, SEO, blogging, analytics, and so much more. In today's world, it's never been so cost-effective to produce and distribute content with the tools that you have at your disposal. If you've ever thought, what if, just have a combo with my friends at Every Impression Counts. You can find them at eic.agency or check out the, what they're up to by following them on Instagram and Facebook at Every Impression Counts and tell them Finding Arizona Podcast sent you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the Finding Arizona podcast. I am your host, Jose. Every week, we bring in someone very special, and today is no different. Today, I'm going to let this lady, boss lady, actually, introduce herself and her business. Hello, hello. I am Sydney Zolnorian, the owner of Love Lux, which is, a, which is a luxury handbag resale company in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale. Awesome. Well, welcome. I appreciate you, you coming by, Sydney. Thank you for having me. Appreciate it. Um, so... I'll just kind of run this through you like we normally do with everyone else. Can you give us an origin story of how you came to be Love Lux? Okay, here we go. Buckle up. Yeah, ready for I'm it? ready for All it. Right, you ready? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so um, I started this journey. I was working in luxury retail for yeah. years and realized that there was a niche for luxury consignment. Okay. So when someone owns a designer handbag that can be upwards of five, ten, twenty thousand dollars. Yeah. What do you do with it when you're done with it? And a lot of consignment stores, what they do is you can bring it into them, they'll sell it, and they'll give you a percentage back. Yeah. But a lot of people don't want to deal with that. Like when you're ready to sell something, you want to get your money and be done with it. Yeah. So here's Love Lux. And what we do is we buy everything directly outright. Okay. So if Sally Sue comes in with a handbag, we check it out, authenticate it, see what we can offer her. Mm -hmm. 
write her a check same day and she's good to go. Nice. So they're paid right on the spot. So people really like that. Yeah. Versus like traditional consignment where you don't get paid till it sells. Yeah, exactly. So uh, I, just really quickly, I, I want to interject in and just kind of the where did the name come from? First off. So that's an interesting story. Love Lux actually stands for Love Luxury. Okay. So we're spelled L-U-V-L-U-X-E. Yeah. So I tried to do something different that it wasn't like L-U-V. Yeah. Or no, L-U-V-E. Yeah, See, yeah. I can't even spell love right anymore. <laughs> so it's L- no, L-O-V-E. 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 Yeah, See, yeah. I'm, I'm, my brain is like fried. <laughs> um, so L-U-V-L-U-X-E. So we switched it up. Yeah. I say we because I have a team of people behind me Exactly. Now. I'm going to talk about yeah, them yeah. later on. So L-U-V-L-U-X-E. And so it's just the world of luxury. And it's bringing the world of love and luxury together. Got it. That's yeah. awesome. That's a simple little name that goes together really easily. I mean, it just rolls off the tongue, too. On top of which, um, so let's go back into your story and kind of how it came to be. Yeah. So um, I worked, like I said, in luxury retail when I was like 19, 20 years old. So mm-hmm. this is at the beginning of my career. And um, I just, the the interesting story was I had a client at this luxury retailer that I worked at. Yeah. And she was a trust fund baby. So she had a trust ah. and she got a whole bunch of money and she blew through it really fast. Wow. Really, really fast. And she called me one day and she said, Sydney, I- I'm short. I'm strapped for cash. And I'm yeah. like, okay. Like, does that, <laughs> do I say Bank of America? I don't know. What, what am I going to do for you? Across your head. And she's like, well, I know like you like handbags. You're into fashion. Can you come buy this bag off me? Okay. So we literally met at the parking lot of one of my competitors now today. <laughs> and she took the bag out of consignment. And I gave her the cash for the bag. I get the bag. I'm like, I hope you do better. Like, you know, hang in there. Yeah. I open the bag up. She leaves. And I'm like, oh, what is this? Like, it was like so ratty. Oh, And I was like, whoa, amateur move. Didn't look at the product before I gave the money. So I was like, dang. But what am I going to do? Call this lady back and be like, hey, I know you're on your way to like, you know, get some food, but I'm going to need that money back. (laughs) I'm going to do that. So I put the bag on eBay. Okay. I paid 300 bucks for the bag and I sold it for $500. Nice. I made 200 bucks. Yeah. I was like, wow. And as I was working in luxury retail and I did some personal shopping for people on the side, you know, I would take these, take their handbags to traditional consignment stores and then go pick up their checks for them, you know, and, and did kind of like a full service and was like, that check equaled that? Like what? This isn't like adding up. Like I would have, I would have bought that from her, you know? And so yeah. I realized this. And so I just, it started literally one handbag and it rolled into two, three. And I remember telling my now husband, like I'm 21 at this t- time when I have 25 bags in inventory, like, oh, this is going to be really cool. This is going to be awesome. <laughs> yeah, like love Lux is going to be like a thing. Yeah. And now fast forward, we have like hundreds of bags, Jeez. but, uh, um, don't tell Brittany that I, I know. <laughs> right. Right. So, um, but it's just, it's really cool to see how it's evolved and it evolved from interesting enough, like me helping someone in, yeah. a, in a really tough situation. And I can't think, I, I still talk to this lady today. That's good. And, uh, you know, she's, she's picked up her bootstrap. She's, but she's better. I, yeah, she's, she's better now. <laughs> but um, it's just interesting how one little purchase. I know. Thing. Yeah. It's a snowball effect. Uh, essentially. It, it is. I, I, I agree with you 100% because it's the same way we approach this podcast. I never thought more than 10 people would be interested in wanting to come on and talk about themselves and their business. And little did I know is like, once you get past a certain, you know, point, it just kind of feeds itself. You know, we met incredible individuals uh, through the process and we've been able to make friends and just kind of their friends 
come along and they want to do it and then you know so on and so forth so i totally like feel for you on that level of like it just comes and snowballs and it just grows and grows and grows and grows yeah i think and i, I still say this today like if you run your business with integrity mm -hmm. and passion it doesn't matter if you're selling like cow manure chanel yeah. handbags lollipops yeah. you'll be successful but the biggest thing, at least what I really focus on in my business is integrity. So like yeah. my name and my business is worth way more to me than like trying to make a quick buck or like, for example, like letting this lady know like, hey, I like my word meant more to me than the money I gave her for this Absolutely. bag, you know. So I think in, in general businesses and why there's so many successful small businesses here in this valley, because there's people running them with a great integrity. Like my Absolutely. colleagues in business are, are phenomenal people from my business card maker to the person that paints the walls. Like I have great relationship with them because... We all have are passionate about what we do, but also have like an integrity. You yeah, know? exactly. And I feel the same way about some of the, the well, all of the people who've come on our podcast is that every person and kind of the purpose of this podcast is to really show off that passion and integrity and um, joy and love for something that they do on a daily basis. Um, okay. Overall, I have seen and met all kinds of business owners and really what it comes down to, like you said, the integrity part, but the passion overall i feel like has sprung from a level that i have no like i don't see any endless like yeah. it is endless for some people and so from there i kind of feel like that passion really bleeds into integrity um value things like that all sorts of uh, businesses have these level of individuals who are so passionate and diligent and want to bring that level to the customer that that's why we do what we do is we want to show that off and show why, because I think on that level for certain people, especially like you and I connecting right now, it just makes me feel more connected. If I hear this from you on your, you're the owner. If I know that you're passionate about what you do, I'm like, okay, well, if she's happy and she's joyful, I'm going to, you know, do the best that I can. But you know what? I think I'm going to throw a couple of bucks her way. Cause I know her story. I know what she's about and it sounds cool to me. So that's what we're here to doing. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, I've listened to quite a few of your episodes. And I think one thing that I would like to highlight is like, it's amazing what you guys are doing as a couple to like bring this. Like I've learned about so many businesses in this town yeah. because of you guys. And I oh, think that's you. like, and I, I really I appreciate you taking the time of your day. I value your time. Yeah. And I value like your expertise. Like this dude, I like this is like foreign <laughs> world to me. I'm like, wow, this is real fancy. I'm over here like testing, testing one, yeah. two. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I think I used this when I was in like choir. No, it was like the last time I had this fancy <laughs> microphone. But, you know, it's people that are passionate. Like you can see that you guys are like amazingly passionate about what you're doing. Yeah. And like the bringing to people together like this, because small businesses, like at the same time as, you know, our success continues to grow and stuff like we have a lot of overhead and, exactly. you know, there's so many opportunities that we are presented with on a daily basis, like advertise here, advertise there. And mm -hmm. as a small business, you have to really figure out like what is going to capture my clientele. And so you have to narrow it down. You know, I, I'm not Best Buy with like an endless budget or, yeah. you know, um, Nordstrom's or something like that. Maybe mm -hmm. one day, you never know. You hey, never know. Fingers hey, crossed. Here we go. Here yeah. we go. But, um, you know, so we have to really be mindful of that. And the mm -hmm. fact that you offer this to, you know, open your doors of your home to these amazing people and businesses is, is incredible. Yeah. And, you know, the I feel like it's been such a pleasure to hear everyone's success story that, you know, I've always been the kind of person who 
really enjoys hearing those stories. And you've probably heard this on other episodes. But again, for me, growing up in the world of storytellers, I'm Native American on my mom's side. And so I've always, 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 always been passionate about storytelling. And so that from from that aspect, it's just a level of love for me to open up my heart enough to, you know, and Brittany has to be on the same level, too, (laughs) because it's both of our homes. So between the two of us, I think we have just this overwhelming love for the community because that's, you know, we want to be a part of it. We want people to know about it because if you know more, you care more. Yeah. And so like, I think that overall, we are just so, so grateful that yourself and all 200 businesses before have come in and, and shared their stories. 220. 220. Yes, exactly. I'm, I'm lucky 220. <laughs> yes, um, you're lucky 220. Maybe I should get that tattooed <laughs> on my neck tonight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so now I want to get into a little bit of the nitty gritty and kind of like, tell me about your, um, your, the people who work with you. That's the one thing that I've noticed on your Instagram is that you're really close with uh, the members of your team. I value my team. Like I, I get emotional even talking about them. Like, <laughs> like these girls have been like such an instrumental part of the success of my business. And like, yeah. why am I getting emotional? Like, yeah. I don't know. It just hit passion. me. I mean, come on. That's I had Starbucks right before there. this. I exactly. Mean, oh. <laughs> no, um, is because like without, it, it sounds like corny, but I, I watch the profit a lot. And like oh, the people. We love the profit. Right? Yes. Okay. Okay. Seriously. So yeah. I'm obsessed. Did you know you just got married a couple months ago? No, I didn't. I was invited to the wedding. Really? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, That'd be so cool, though, right? I'm so <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, what? What? Mine got lost in the mail. I know, right? Yeah, mine, mine did too. Um, so, but he did get married. Why stalk him on Instagram? Marcus Simonez. <laughs> so, interesting enough, I have an, it, going back to the people, but about Marcus Simonez, why I value him is like he yeah. really values his people. And, you know, the people, product, process, mm-hmm. right? Did I get it yeah. right? Yep. Okay. I, I just want to make sure right. I messed it up because I watch it all the time. <laughs> like, that'd be epic fail. Um, my people, like, they're, they're just a drive horse. I have some full-time people with me and I have a couple part-time as well. And, yeah. you know, some college girls and they all bring something so unique to the table. Yeah. So, oddly enough, my biological mother, I say biological because I was adopted later in my life. Okay. And a, a crazy story. We reconnected and she's always been a part of my journey works for me wow works with me i don't say for me i don't like that like yeah, works, works with, with you yeah, so she's a, a mother nice... hen like you uh, walk in the show oh, yeah she is like the security guard OG. you walk <laughs> in the store and you're like hey is sitting here she's like for what like, I'm like <laughs> oh my gosh like just to here to sell a bag so if you come into the store and OG's up front. Yeah. Be aware. Be aware. But she's, be, she's be cordial. Yeah. That's yeah, what yeah, you want right? to be. Yeah. Especially towards towards, towards your towards Oh, your she's mom. my mom. Yeah. Towards your mom. So like some people know. Like sometimes we're like, mom. And, you know, and, so, and, and you know, we have a, a business relationship and all that. She's still the boss, but yeah. you know. Yeah. Uh you know, and people will be like, Whoa, that's your mom, because my mom looks really young and she's yeah. pretty cool. But it's interesting to work with your mother. Uh, we'll start with that. Okay. Sorry, mom, if you're listening. <laughs> no, um, don't worry. She, she'll listen. She'll listen. But um, if, if I talk about my mom all the time on this podcast. Yeah. And she just, she's she's my number one fan, no matter what. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so luckily she's not here to like, you know, give me an elbow, elbow and yeah, like a rib exactly. or something. Um, but working with my mom is great because my mom has my back, like no matter what. Yeah. So when someone comes in and is like, oh, I don't like this, she's like, hold up like you know so she's got a story for it so she's yeah she's been my she was my first official employee oh okay yeah and so um she's been with me for quite a few years now and then um i have an assistant named kara and she's she was she is my personal assistant that somehow she 
she's like roped into everything now. Like, it's like, Kara, today we're going to like skyrocket. And she's like, okay, like, what are we doing? Jumping <laughs> off a building. So you, you never know. So innocently open to anything. <laughs> oh, like, I mean, this poor girl, I could probably like get her in a cave at one point and like <laughs> chop her up and she would be like, okay, no, I'm just kidding. What are we doing? <laughs> Kara, if I ever tug you to a cave, just be aware. No. Um, so it's just, Kara is awesome. She's with me every single day. Yeah. I joke, I don't have kids yet. And my husband, and I don't have children. But there, I, I have a nanny <laughs> somehow, somehow. But um, she seriously like saves me all the time. And um, then I have a, a few part-time girls as well with us. And that is yeah. Rachel and Sarah. Okay. So Sarah heads up a lot of our social media. Mm-hmm. And um, these girls are like geniuses. Like I feel like I'm only 27 years old. So I started this when I was super young, 19, 20 years old. But there's like something about, like, I feel like the age is catching up to me. Yeah. Like, they're like, oh, do you know how to do this? Do you know what TikTok is? I'm like, TikTok what? Like, TikTok, TikTok, the clock is ticking? Yeah. Like, hold on. Like, this social media thing has, like, gotten way out of it's, hand. It's another level. It's, like, its own language, its own kind of theories and kind of how you how you approach it. Like, there's a level of, like understanding that and algorithms that you have to really kind of be on the cup the algorithm i'm like over it like these people i used to get so we have 3500 followers on our instagram Mm -hmm. for a small business i'm fine with that like i don't believe in buying likes i don't believe in buying followers like i want it to grow organically like those 3500 people really know us really like know us personally yeah. like they come up to me at restaurants and they're like hey what's up i saw it was your birthday happy birthday i'm like what okay. and that's gr- i'm so happy and thrilled that 3500 people like want to follow our like bananas story but and i don't believe in like these businesses that buy followers just to say that's silly yeah. and that just doesn't make sense because it's not authentic yeah like, it's not real it's if you like- sell authentic handbags you have to have authentic followers yeah. right <laughs> um but going back to that it's just there's just so much into it. And the algorithm is like one day it's good. One day. I don't know. Yeah. And you're just like, I just want, I, I'm just trying to do my job over here. Yeah. I don't need to this yeah. on top of that. Like, yeah, I just think I did. We just do us. And if people <laughs> like it, cool. Yeah. I mean, we're pretty nutty. I don't know how much you've followed. Our I Instagram, haven't but, seen a lot, but I've right. seen some stuff. Like, yeah. It's pretty cool. Like, yeah. I love your team. I love how you guys like, you know, it from my, from an out, outside perspective it looks like you guys have a solid like group of people who really care and really want to want to do good things and and be you know have fun at work and and enjoy the time that they have you know there yeah i think that creating that atmosphere like growing up we've all had those jobs where you're like dragging your feet like yeah. oh do i have the stomach flu like <laughs> do i need to go into totally yeah. <laughs> i think strep throat's coming on i'm self-diagnosing strep throat like i never want my girls to feel like that like my girls have walked in with like tissue boxes and like eyes blood shut and like i'm here and i'm like go home <laughs> go home you but you know because they're, they're passionate about because i am yeah and exactly. i think that that like if your leadership's passionate you're gonna be passionate Absolutely. like if i came into work like yeah. lame they're gonna be lame yeah. we're not looking for lameness and another big thing that, you know, we really value in our company is giving back. Like I grew up in really humble beginnings. I've been super blessed in this journey and, and later in my life. And like, I'm all about giving back. So we do a thing called Live to Give. Oh, okay. And about once every month we do a program. So November we do a big canned food drive. Oh, nice. And my husband and I sponsor a boys group home here in Phoenix. Beautiful. Um, for foster kids. So we did like a huge campaign and raffled off a Louis Vuitton, yeah. little Louis Vuitton piece. Do you mind if I ask why particularly boys? Like you know, why, why particularly that? 
you know, it's interesting. So it was kind of like a God thing, like kind of came into our plate. Yeah. It was a boy's home was presented to us that sure. really needed sponsorship. Yeah. And so we, you think I would do girls like purses, girls. I always well, thought well, that. No, and <laughs> you know, it, it is to their own. I mean, I was just was kind of guessing because I thought it might be like an inside story between you and your husband or something like that. I would love to know why. Yeah, know. we just got. So when we signed up for this organization to like place us in a home, so they, they you know, they get volunteers yeah. and then they say like, hey, what are you looking to do? And like. My husband's like, well, I've never changed a diaper. So like maybe kids are a little older than that. They were like, hey, we have a home that's eight year olds to 18 year olds boys. And you want to be like somewhat close to your home because you go there once or twice a month. Yeah. And so we did a one year commitment with them. And uh, it's been now two years, but it's how do you say no to these kids? Like, you you know, so um, this was like 20 minutes from our house. So it wasn't like an hour drive. Yeah. And it just happened. And like these kids, nice. a group of them came to our wedding. Like they've Aww. been like a part of our journey. That's really great. And yeah, it's been really cool. So it's so, I have to tell this story really funny. So Go ahead, go for it. We took them to, we take them on field trip. Like they like to get out of the house. Yeah, of course. So we take them to the mall. Nice. And I know some people at Nordstrom's. I know some people at like, you know, I used to work in the mall back in the day. Yeah. And so I said to the gentleman that helps me at Nordstrom's, I said, hey, you know, I'm with these boys is there a way that you could like make some goodie bags with like some sam- like perfume samples, like cologne, cologne samples, samples and stuff yeah, like yeah, that? Yeah, you yeah. know, they give that to you. Yeah. He's like, absolutely. I got you. So we went and had ice cream. We came back and the, they had little like Nordstrom's bags with like um, Gucci perfume or uh, cologne and all <laughs> nice. that. And these kids, like they were, first of all, they were like, are we getting Gucci? And so they were like, so pumped. They got like Gucci. They were trading. They were like, Tom Ford, give me Tom Ford, Versace. And I'm like, how did they, these kids, like, you know, from social media, all this, they were like rapping songs. I knew all the designers. I was like, I'm impressed. This is great. Yeah. But it's just so cool to see like anything you can do to give back Mm -hmm. is like my thing. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, and that, you know, your story kind of reminds me of all the nonprofits that have come through our doors that like, I, man, my heart goes out to a lot of different people because we've seen and heard stories that you, I mean, it's like from Waste waste Not AZ, you know, they, they feed the hungry, yeah. um, to Civitan that helps um, special needs, uh, to ALS, to, oh, yeah. you know, angel wings, like you know, helping families meet, um, you know, end to end meeting, like end to end, like financial means. And so it's like, I, you know there's so many different nonprofits. And when you hear these stories, I hope people take it to heart that these are real life stories sometimes because, you know, you, you seeing the passion behind your eyes, remembering the story, that one little story will stay with you forever, no matter what. And I want people to understand that people like you are so incredible because all it took was a ride and a, and a conversation a ride to the mall yeah. and a conversation with someone that you knew and a contact that you had already. And you changed a bunch of kids' lives. And it's like cologne samples, right? Something exactly. you like get when you go to Sephora and you're like, oh, what's this? And you, you know, throw mm-hmm. it in, in the waste can. I think the biggest thing that like people are like, wow, it's so cool that you can give back so much in your small business. is like this stuff that's happening is happening like all over the world. Yes. But in our backyard, mm-hmm. like it's, it's, crazy when i go from my posh little home you know in a cute little neighborhood and you like go 20 minutes mm-hmm. and it's like you're these kids are in literally 20 minutes from us that don't know where their parents are 
don't know, you know, where they're living next because they're mm-hmm. it's state funded, so they yeah. move homes all the time, all the time. or yeah. they have behavioral issues, and they're told to take these medications at this time, and they don't know for what, and they've self-diagnosed themselves with schizophrenia, and like, you know, a lot of kids in these programs have a lot of mental health issues, and it's just like, yes, it does happen all over the world, and I was fortunate growing up to see these places, and I did a lot of missionary work mm-hmm. when I was younger, but it's like this is happening in our backyard, and it doesn't take much. Yeah. Like when we do these raffles, we sell tickets for four bucks. And there's some people that are like, hey, four bucks is all I have. And I'm like, nope, four bucks is a lot. Because that $4 times 10, I had to use a big number so Mm -hmm. I can remember that's $40. Um, That's $40. And if 400 people do that, that's 4,000, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. It's a lot. Well, regardless, it's a lot of money. Like we hosted a whole Christmas for them for $400 for 10 kids. We had Chipotle catering. They all had Christmas gifts. We had games. Yeah. And like we, these children on Christmas Eve, we were their Christmas. And that's like crazy to Mm -hmm. me that this strange man, because you know, the kids rotate. They did, some of them didn't know us. This strange man and the strange woman who came in were the reason these kids had Christmas. And if they didn't, they wouldn't have. They wouldn't have had. And it's because of my community. It's because of those 3,500 Instagram followers, the mm-hmm. people that come into our doors and support us. Yeah. I, you know? I, and, and I, you know, there's so many things that I want to shout out and, and say and do right now. But it's, at the end of the day, your story absolutely says it all. Like, you are, it's the littlest things that will change someone's life on a on a huge, massive scale. And, you know, I always believe that, what we do here, you know, people ask me all the time, like, how can you sit and listen to these people for like all, all of these different people? And I was like, but one hour out of my day changed their lives. They leave happy. They feel appreciated. Their business gets something out of it and everyone feels good. It's like, I feel good because it's something that I'm passionate about. The business owner feels good. Someone feels good. It's like, why wouldn't I do this? Like, you know, if I get a kick out of it and I enjoy what I do and I'm passionate about it, why wouldn't I? And so it's like, I, it's the littlest things. It's, you know, listening to someone, having a conversation, providing them some kind of Christmas, doing something for an hour or half an hour, just going outside with them, going for a walk with an elderly person. All of these things add up to someone's day being better. And I wish people would take that to heart. Yeah, I mean, not that we've sidetracked it from myself persons, but I think in like society today, I can go on a rant about this, but. Oh, you and I uh, both. Yeah. Ooh, you, you and I both. Um, I think in society today, we have this like mindset that it's like, look out for yourself, look out for your people, be successful, make money, da, da, da. And hey, listen, those are all great things. Like I need to eat, my family needs to eat. Like yep. I need to make sure my, you know, my team's covered. But at the same time, like, I encourage my girls if they're running an errand for the store and you see an elderly person, like help them to their car. Like if you're 10 minutes behind, like, hey, sorry, I had to run and do this. Like, that's important. Like, when's the last time you're like, you know, it's just like, I got to get this done. Like I walk into the FedEx store because they know us really well there. I'm like, hey, 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 it's your girls. (laughs) I know them all by name. I know one of them goes on a bus schedule at 4.30. I see her down the street all the time. I know the other one. He gets his shirts dry cleaned every three weeks at the $3 cleaner. (laughs) FedEx doesn't pay for it. Like, 
I mean, I go to Chick-fil-A and that's, as my husband's always like, how do you know so many people? Mm-hmm. It's because I'm generally curious about their story. Yeah. Like, Same. you know, I'm like, why is your pinky have four pink band-aids on it? <laughs> yeah. And I need to know that you have two twin daughters and all you had is a pink band-aid mm-hmm. and you cut it, you know, cutting an avocado. Like, I need to know these yeah. things. So, it's the details it's because the details. it's the story. There's so much behind the one little band-aid that you're like, tell me more. Yeah. Like, tell me more. And I, I'm with you. Looking for a meaningful holiday gift for listeners who are moms or moms to be, or if you have a mom, mother figure or mom friends, we've got the perfect gift for you to gift your kids or the mom in your life. A hardcover illustrated book, The Color of Mother is written by Arizona author Chelsea Young as a tribute to moms to acknowledge them for who they are while showing kids they are loved. Fun fact, it's based on a poem Chelsea wrote for her mom at age 11. As a twofold gift, The Color of Mother is a story for children up to age 10 that encourages creativity, helps them express their feelings, and teaches a lesson of gratitude and is a token of appreciation for moms of any age or any stage of motherhood. Order your signed copy for $24.99 today, December 14th, to get it before Christmas at coloreverything.love. That's dot L-O-V-E. The price includes a custom message, shipping, and a portion of the proceeds will be donated to the Phoenix Domestic Violence Shelter Sojourner Center. Find a full list of places to purchase The Color of Mother just in time for Christmas, including nine Phoenix area stores, and order your copy at coloreverything.love. it we're gonna go and continue forward with you'll uh, listen to it and yeah, like, that's, yeah, what, that's it was. what i and i'm totally gonna kick myself for not remembering remind anywho, me shoot me an email yeah <laughs> anywho um i would like to ask about you know um what you guys what was that aha moment for you when this became a real life you know thing like it went from you know just working and doing personal work for other people and having one or two handbags where was that how many handbags or where was that moment in collecting those handbags? Yeah. Um, so I started this out of my parents' home okay. originally. Mm-hmm. And the aha moment, my uncle who's in the military, he came to visit us. And um, he was, you know, back and forth. He was deployed a whole bunch. And this is, gosh, I, I'm not good with years. But at some point he came to visit. And he came into my room and he said, holy beep. You're sleeping on piles of Chanel. And I was like, what? Oh my gosh, I am. So I started this business with $3,000. And um, and that's all I had in my savings account at, at the time. And I was like, wow, this is really growing. Yeah. And so my, and I would, every morning I'd wake up, I was in college at the time. And you'd hear, and that was the tape dispenser every morning, ripping and I was shipping, ripping and shipping. Mm-hmm. And my parents were amazing. Thank God for them. And they, they supported me through this. Yeah. And so I, I started at that. And th- and I realized like, wow, this is like, this is crazy. Like mm-hmm. I have a lot of designer handbags. And I was like, uh, I don't think our homeowner insurance policy like covers, covers this. all of this. Like, this yeah. place burns down, like we're in big trouble. <laughs> yeah. And so I got an office and I think the aha moment for me, gosh, that's a good question. You know, sometimes you don't sit back and realize them. Some people don't. You're just going. I'm just going. Like I'm like next level, next level, like 2020, we have insane things planned for our business. And 
I don't know if there was like one specific moment, but what really encouraged me and, and, you know, we'll be here for a lot longer than an hour if I tell you my whole life story is I I don't know my biological father Mm -hmm. and he was adopted. And I had this like thing when I was 16, like, I'm going to go meet my dad. And so I went online to find him and we hired a company to find him. And they were like, listen, you know, we tried to find XYZ guy and there's like 250 addresses for this guy. And I was like, what? Like this, is this guy like a con artist? So he was always very receptive. He, you know, he supported me until I was 18. He kept his word, which I I do admire because a lot of people in today's world don't. And I met this guy at Coney Islands, which I'm from Michigan originally, which is like a glorified Denny's, which I was like, I mean, I've never met you. Like, can I at least get a steakhouse or something? But that's cool. Um, so I show up to this house, right? I'm like, I, love, I love the asides. You do the best asides. Like, it's just great. Okay. So I sit down with them and, you know, I'm at the time, I th- Obama was running for president for the first election. I was like, what do you think of Obama being, like, I had these like corny questions because I was like, what do you what do you talk to about a guy who's actually your father yeah. that you never met without going like Jerry Springer on him? Yeah. So <laughs> without just like going like, what? Like, yeah. Start <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> you are the father without like the envelope. Yeah. Like we know he's my dad. Yeah. Um, you could totally, it's, it's so weird how genetics, like how you are related to someone, like the way he talks. Like I talk a lot with my hands and like how he just, like I hunch. Okay. I'm going to be like hunchback by the time I'm 40, but you know, like, it's just crazy how someone yeah. you don't know, I've never spent more than four hours, I guess, in my whole life with this guy mm-hmm. and like how similar you are. Anyways, my one thing about what is your piece of advice for you? And by the way, what he does is he's he rents property. So he owned those 250 houses oh. and owns them and rents them out. So he's Got been self-employed. <laughs> he's in real estate. I was weirded yeah. out a little bit so, too. Right? I was like, wait, is he a con artist? You're no, gonna right? tell me he's a con artist at the end of this. It like... could be good, right? We should have just added that in there. Um he said so he said, What's your piece of advice? What's your fatherly advice to this guy? I don't know. And he goes, The best advice I have for you is become your own boss. And those like simple words that everybody says, and I don't know if it's because he was my dad or mm-hmm. he's still alive, I think. Um, is my dad, I just took that and I ran with it. And yeah. I was like, I was pretty much an only child my whole life. I have mm-hmm. a little brother. When I was 16, my mom had a, a little a little boy who's now 13, who's literally my rock. Wow. I love that little rock star. But, um, you know, I was an only child the most majority of my life. So like rules weren't my jam. Like mm-hmm. whatever I said kind of went like, you know, when you're an only child and your parents say, what do you want to do? And you say the park, you go to the park. When you have a sibling and one says park and one says pool, yeah. I wasn't used to that. Okay. So like I would go to work and be like, hey, I folded these shirts this way. And they'd be like, oh, no, we want them that one. And it's like, no, no, I think it's going to go this way. So I respected people that were in authority over me. But mm-hmm. like I just didn't like play by the rules very well. Okay. So, I can I can dig that and understand that. Like uh, Brittany is an only child. See, uh, you get it. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I have a little brother. Okay. <laughs> so when I said pool, we go to the pool. <laughs> yeah, right. there you go. Right. So, um, you know, it's just interesting that the, someone that has a very small part in my journey or and still to this day has, and, you know, I, I've, I've lost touch with my dad. I've, I've, met him two or three times in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interesting. He is such an entrepreneur, obviously. He's a big entrepreneur. And um, it just, I some of it is your, hu- a lot of it is your hustle and your drive for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. But a lot of it, I think comes from where, like your DNA. Like it's just, I think it's in my blood. Okay. 
Nice. So yeah. I like that. Um, we do have a section of okay. our podcast called Britney's Big Question. Okay. And so we're going to insert the music here. <laughs> Britney's Big Question. No, I'm just Perfect. Kidding. Go right. for it. This is perfect because you're just talking about hustling, being an entrepreneur. It's in your blood. But you have to recharge. You have to take a break sometimes. You have to like pause mm-hmm. so that you can be fresh. So how do you pause? How do you know when you need to pause? How do you know like when Sydney needs to like take a break? And like what do you do? Like what's your self-care, you know? Quote unquote, air quote. <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. My husband, if he was here right now, would be like, oh, pause? Is that a word in our dictionary? <laughs> um that yeah, oh yeah, there's like being full honest here. Um the word pause, it's funny you say that because my New Year's resolution, they we did a thing on Instagram today, like what are yours? And my thing was learning the word no. Mm-hmm. It's it's not like a word I know. Like no. K-N-O-W. <laughs> so it's a struggle, right? When you grow up super humble, like if you said to me right now, like, hey, can you go mow my backyard for 50 bucks? I would probably go yeah. do it. Like, it's crazy. Like, I just don't stop. Like, if someone called me right now, which I really shouldn't say this online because it could happen. <laughs> I have four Chanel bags. Can you meet me? Lights on, baby. We're coming. So, no, I um, I think. You're, you're, you're like favorite customers are going to be like, oh, really? Is yeah. that how that works? <laughs> you never give us our, your cell phone number. <laughs> um, I try. I, that's one of the things I've learned over the years is your personal cell phone is personal. Yeah. So, and it happens. And I always just say, Hey, shoot me an email and we'll get back to you. And I've learned that the hard way mm-hmm. because everybody, when you have a service or you have a business becomes your friend. I've known that. I'm like, what? Mm-hmm. So going back to your big question, Brittany, sorry, to yeah. sidetracked. Um, you know, I think the biggest thing for me is when something that I'm so passionate about, like my business and I become frustrated, I know, Whoa, wait a minute. This isn't what this is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yes, there's frustrating times. Yes, you're going to have trials and tribulations in anything you do in life. But when I start to get almost a little bit resentful, mm-hmm. I go, hang on a minute. And there's times where I have a busy schedule and I'm like, Kara, game change. Here's ABC, what we got to get accomplished. I got to take a pause. I really need to take a pause. And if that's go to lunch by myself, if that's, you know, walk, walk around the block. Sometimes I do that. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to take out the trash. And they're like, Hey, that took a long time. I just go look at other businesses, walk by, you know, see what's going on in the hood, check it out. I mean, my neighbors and I are really close and do that. You have to, you have to, as a leader, know that pause button because the rest of your team behind you that you're navigating can feel that yeah. when you walk in like that, Ooh, Ooh, Mm-hmm. Not a good dynamic. It's, it's not. So, you know, I think that is important is finding the pause. And it's a constant thing. If this, any business owner comes in here and goes like, on Tuesdays, we pause. On Wednesdays, we zen. No. Okay. Let me know what that magic potion is. And if you could send me a bottle, I'll give you my address. Because like, I just, I'm, I'm like five years, six years in the game now. And I'm still, still yeah. learning it. But it's a, it's, it's a constant, it's a constant, I wouldn't say struggle. It's a constant learning thing, mm-hmm. but. I do, I do think that those moments that you take with the garbage, can I just say that like, I feel like every owner or business creative, like you have to have those moments where chores are at a level, a helpful way for you to decompress Mm -hmm. and also creatively in the back of your subconscious, come up with new ideas, um, you know, shell out, like, you know, flesh out some of the old ideas or maybe get rid of some, Mm -hmm. you know, things that don't work. It is in those moments where 
you're not really you know you're just functioning you're doing things that you need to up you know yep. upkeep it is in those moments where the back of your mind is really churning and and working on things because your frontal mind power is just on on neutral on on yeah. auto yeah i think you know one of the things that you know put on the record I will always be the business owner that sweeps the floor. I'll always be the business owner that takes out the trash. I'm like, hey, girls, I got this. And I think if you're not willing, if you become, quote, on air quote, too good for that or I'm too busy or too bad, that's ridiculous. Like mm -hmm. you're saying, too, some of my best ideas happen between the dumpster and my front door. Exactly. Where I'm like, why didn't I look at it that way? Sometimes you just need to remove yourself out of the element mm -hmm. and look at it from a different perspective and go, mm -hmm. ah, yeah. there it is. And, you know, sometimes that yeah. between there and the trash can, there's a lot of bad words said, <laughs> but it's good that it's said between me and that dumpster and, and not, not in front of yeah. someone that I value because we all, we're all human. Mm -hmm. like we all have bad days. We like, all have those moments. And it, it, I, you know, Brittany and I have um, instituted this thing where we go on walks, family walks, yeah. where it's like, it's the walk. It's the, the movement away from the home, the movement away, from, you know, moving your body essentially too. It's helping the blood flow. It's helping you, um, yeah. your brain power, your brain, you know, it's all of those things that initially where you were at point A is totally completely different yeah. when you come back. Oh yeah. I'll walk. I mean, I'm not the most athletic person. I have a personal trainer. Don't have to be. Just go for a walk. <laughs> I'm like, oh my gosh, my knees, I, I, onset arthritis or something. No, I thank God I don't have that yet. But, um, you know, I think that, like you said, just getting out of the element and switching things up. Like mm -hmm. you do stuff and sometimes it gets a little like stale. You're mm -hmm. like, oh gosh, we've been doing the same thing over and over and over. Like, what can we do to spice it up? Which is probably interesting for this because mm -hmm. every dime it's different. Yeah. Like you get someone that's like, blah, blah, blah like me or you get someone like, that's like uh, uh, yeah. yeah i don't know and it, but you know in actuality too it's like i do have those moments of stagnant where i'm you know it's in it's in those moments where emailing people like you know having to explain what a podcast is um having to kind of really um it's those moments where it's like i'm not a fan of those managerial pieces but that's yeah, not your jam it's not my jam but i do it because it's needed to be done i do rely on my business partner here to do some of the emails as well and you know it's it's a back and forth but at the end of the day i am confident in our program i am confident in our business i am confident in all those aspects because we're, we're, we're a team. We communicate. We, you know, there's a lot of things behind the scenes that Brittany and I go through, you know, conversation, uh, you know, things with technology, things, you know, back and forth that I would not and could not do this without her and without the ability to lean on someone and, totally. and you know, that sort of stuff. So, you know, ownership I, is key. And like, I don't have business partners, I guess like legally my husband owns 50% of my business. I don't know. What's a, what's the laws? I need to talk to my attorney about that, you know, but we have a guy, we may have a couple of people. There you go. Yeah. You know, so watch out, buddy. I'm coming for you. Um, no, my husband owns way more than 50%. Um, it, it depends on the day, right? Yeah. So are we profitable today? Oh, I, I'm a hundred percent. So, you know, it's important though, even if those partnerships aren't per se, a husband or a business partner. Mm -hmm. Like I have partnerships. I was saying earlier, my, the guy that makes my business cards, like he does so much more than that for me, but like, that's a partnership because he's a, a big part mm -hmm. in my business part 
partnership. Like there's a part of him that's a part of my business. Yeah. The guy that makes our leather cleaner, we have awesome leather cleaner, just so you know, <laughs> a little plug in um, that cleans our designer handbags. Like the person that formulates that is a part mm-hmm. of our business. Like there, there's, I have a lot of partners yeah. if you look at it that way. Yeah, right. But absolutely. I couldn't be, we couldn't be love Lux without those partnerships and, and valuing those. And, and, you know, the guy that delivers our FedEx, like we see him every day. That's good. I feel like I should be sponsored by FedEx. Like, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, can I, can I get anything? Like, That's what I was going to say. Brittany, Brittany knows a lot of FedEx people. If like I, when, when you were talking about FedEx, she, yeah, yeah, she used to be on a, on a first name basis yeah. with her old FedEx person that like came yeah. to her old business. And it was just like, yeah. Oh, you don't mess with your delivery people. If you can yes. learn anything from my episode or this episode, do not mess with your nail techs, your hairdressers. Or your delivery people, like they will ruin your life. Yes. Like if you want that, like there's, there's some times I'm closing the door and I'm like, you know, it's late at night or holiday season. He will call me and be like, are you down the corner? I'm here. You got two minutes. I'm like, I'll be right there. You know, like <laughs> yeah. you, you got to have those people in your corner. Absolutely. I mean, we get them Christmas gifts, Hanukkah gifts, yep. any type of gift you're looking Valentine's day, Irish day. I don't care. We'll, we'll get you something because we, we value <laughs> we that you. guy. Yeah. 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 I yeah. totally get that. And that is something that. You know, it's so incredible that you bring that up. And I just I want people to take away from this episode the 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 type of leader that you are. I, I can really tell that you you are genuinely a leader who cares, who is um, going to stand up for their employees, who value the, your employees. Um, overall, if I were your employee, I would 100 percent you know i would tell anyone to work for you oh thank you yeah thank you it's it's uh it's been a it's been a good journey and in a, a journey that continues to to flourish and grow every year which i'm so incredibly blessed for mm-hmm. and uh it's funny people come into the store all the time and they're like do you like working here and they ask me i mean you know i, I, I do like a business owner supposed to look a certain way and um, I'm like, yeah, I really do. The boss is so cool. And, people, and like the girls in the back are just like rolling and they're just like, oh my gosh. It's it's actually a, this side story. So this gentleman and wife came into my store. They'll listen to this because they're, they're Love Lux fans. So, hey. Um, and they came and it was the first time they came in and they wanted to buy this bag. And it was a, a really unique, expensive handbag. So the girls called me and I was right down the street. They just had some questions on mm-hmm. it or whatever. And the girls were like, can you come in? They would, they'd like to meet you. So I scooter a lot around town on those little birds. Well, I've been, I used to scooter, but then like all these people are like hitting their heads and stuff. And I'm like, I'm like afraid of my own shadow in some ways. So I'm (laughs) I'm not scootering as much, but I pulled up on my scooter and like, I wear some really weird stuff. Um, a star track suit with stars and like beep beep on my bird. And I pull up in the front and the girls are like, Oh boy, this is gonna go good. And I walk in, I'm like, yo, yo, what's up? Because that's just the kind of person I am. There you go. If you can tell. And they're like, oh, hi. And so it was like silent. I was like, what's going on? They're like, oh, we're just waiting for the owner. And I was like, oh, yeah, like I'm here. Like, what? And they were like, just like jaws on the ground. Like, this girl will live with a scooter. We're trying to buy a limited edition Louis Vuitton. <laughs> like, what is this? And, so, and now they shop with us all the time. And it was a really funny story. But I love it. You know, just be who you are. Yeah. Like, be authentic. Sell authentic product. That's a big thing in that's, our industry. Yeah, that's a big thing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we don't sell Chanel. We sell Chanel. And, you know, like, it's, it's a big thing. People yeah. ask all the time. 
So our product is guaranteed to be authentic. It okay. comes with a third-party certificate of authenticity, and we have a 100% money-back guarantee on Beautiful. anything we sell. So if you can show me that that bag is not authentic, I'll, I'll cut you a check, yeah. same day. Nice. Um, and, and, you know, knock on wood, we we know what we're doing. We have mm -hmm. a lot of technology. We have machines that scan the handbags. I was going to yeah. ask, like, how do you prevent, um, you know, that from happening here's the thing is like for people that don't know what they're doing a, a a good fake can be passed off as a fake but when you touch this and you see it every single day yeah. like we're are we're spot on i mean 99.9 percent .9 of the time we're all human but like you know like i couldn't tell you the difference between this microphone and the microphone next to you but you could say like this is a series x43445 mm -hmm. this is yeah. the real deal I would be like, oh, cool. okay, cool. you know, so knowing your product for sure, yeah. we have a lot, we, we have a yeah. lot of knowledge. We do seminars, but it's like important that mm -hmm. it's a continuous training of, you know, there's, cause there are, there's a thing called super fakes. Yeah. They're made out of genuine leather too. Really? And, oh yeah. These people put like, it's like at that price mm -hmm. point that they just, you like, might as well just yeah. buy a bag. Yeah. Just save your money a little longer and get one that holds its value. Yeah. <laughs> sorry i wanted to know do you because i don't know if you know him from tucson generation cool slobby bobby oh yeah okay why well, watch his netflix thing so you've seen the netflix yep, show yep. okay i'm just i'm is it for someone who's as in resale and then also who's themselves 100 i think that i was gonna suggest you should watch his show because it's a funny funny guy yeah you know so he does more of like the vintage aspect and mm -hmm. he does those things i forget it's like dupes where it's like Fucci. Fucci. Yeah. okay yeah well he he actually likes to steer into the fakes because so, certain um communities and certain people enjoy the fakes because they're cheaper they're also yeah. more accessible and they come in different artsy, artsy rain you know very diverse very uh, you know, very high quality fakes that he likes. Here's my struggle with that. What's his name again? <laughs> Sloppy Bobby. Sloppy Bobby. Yeah. So Sloppy Bobby, if one day you meet me, like don't slop me around. Um, is if Brittany mm. buys a Chanel bag from me and she comes home and goes, ah, I got the deal of the day. I got yeah. the Chanel bag. It's real. Yeah, we paid $1,900 for it, but it's worth, it was 6,000 and this and this and this and this. And you're like, okay. And then, Brittany goes to lunch with her fabulous new Chanel bag from Love Lux, and her friend is like, hey, look at this Chanel I got for 400 bucks. Brittany's going to think, well, did I get a Chanel but paid Chanel? Like, I don't oh, think. Oh, yeah. It's like the Cheesecake Factory. Like, what are we doing? Are we Asian food? Are we <laughs> are we Italian? Like, are we so, like, you know, it's like you got to be, pick your lane and stay in it. <laughs> You know, don't give me a 50 page menu totally. <laughs> and it's, expect me to be, pick one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so it's like, if the fake thing is your, I don't support it. I've seen the back end of the business mm -hmm. and the integrity that these brands have mm -hmm. and the craftsmanship, like Louis Vuittons are handmade. 17 plus people touch your handbag mm -hmm. before it's even finished. It takes 18 hours of braiding for some of those handles. Like it's not just an overpriced bag. Like when people are like, oh, that's just overpriced, a status thing. No, it's actually a craft. Mm -hmm. Like they they study this stuff. This is, mm -hmm. I mean, this, the brand's been around since 1854. Yeah. Like way longer than any of us have been. So it's like that, there's a reason that their bags are $2,000. Mm -hmm. Like it's not made in a foreign country by children or whatever. So I don't believe in the the fake market at all. It's not what my company stands for. If it's something someone else does as a business owner, I respect 
there, but I think too, you just can't, it's like mixing too much. Yeah. That's all I, I, you know, and I agree. Like there's a level of like, do you want to be considered someone who is, um, well, I guess I, I think there's a level of like, do you want to be this community or that community? And yeah. So there's like, you know, I'm, I mean, he's doing something right. Netflix hasn't called me yet. So <laughs> I don't know. Like, I, And really, I just like I just really enjoy his for me. It's the level of how he approaches the knowledge base of, totally. uh, if he takes in the fakes because he wants to take them off the streets. That's I think that's how he put it in his netflix documentary or whatever his yeah. netflix show but he also um when he does accept it he wants people to be understand like we use them for patches if someone comes in with mm -hmm. something that they want to fix or you know we can help them with that um the other aspect too for him as well was to also help people understand what is a fake what is the fake where does it come from um i think that overall i think he's someone who is someone funny genuine and has a knowledge level that really is I, I don't know a lot about this community or a lot about what goes mm -hmm. on in resale but he seems like he's knows his stuff so I mean he can rock some like cool overalls so I admire that about him like <laughs> I do love his overalls, the overalls yeah. are cool and whatever markets like you know when they're in the episodes and they're like oh we bought this for this and can sell it for that like if you can show me those markets, mm -hmm. because it's like that storage war. Like they buy it for $300. Okay. I, is it really fixed though? Because it's like, I mean, I don't know. I, uh, I'm i in the so, resale business. And I mean, that margin is not the margin he, of reality. He, so my dad um, is a little bit of a nut. Like he goes to um, auctions a lot. And okay. so he does have a level of like upsell that he's been able to do. But I don't know what the... I don't think they're that high, like you said. Like, I yeah, if that's all. I think that's the case. Like, I think I'd be at an auction every day. Yeah, I don't. But I have been to my husband. Uh, car you gotta auction. know what you're doing. You gotta uh, know what you're doing. I went to a car auction. I, I, I became a mechanic. Like, it was insane, and my paddle just kept going up. And my husband said, like, "What are we doing?" And I was like, "I don't know." Like, my arm just said, like I'm very competitive. Yeah. So I won't go down <laughs> without a fight. When I was younger, oh my gosh, I signed up for eBay. I was like 16 years old. I was really into like greeting, making greeting cards. Like, I don't know. It was my first business. One of my first businesses. I like hand stamped greeting cards and would sell them. Were you, do you like arts and crafts still? I love it. There's a Sunshine Craft Co., which is right here I down the street. Know. It is Sunshine. exclusively craft mm -hmm. crafts. And Sunshine she is oh my gosh. Sunshine Craft Company. Okay. And she is I'm the nicest person. It's right here off of Seventh uh, and what is that? Grant or what's the street up? Campbell. Campbell. Is, she's be careful. You're gonna tell people where you live. They're gonna. Everyone's <laughs> gonna be in your podcast. I, you know what? If they if more power to them. If you can find <laughs> us, more power to you. That's it. Yeah, we got literally, a literally yeah. the dog. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck like, getting past winter. <laughs> oh, is it winter? Winter was coming. Yeah. Game oh, of yeah. Thrones. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Um, uh, so we're reaching the end here. Yep. Um, we usually kick it off to you to, to let everyone know where your um, location is, uh, any upcoming events, and all your social media handles. It's all for you to promote. Can I do it in like a corny, like, um, what's it called? One of those uh, commercials? Do it. Yeah. I don't think I can. I'll show you mine if you show me yours. I don't know, right? I don't know. No pressure here. Um, we are located. Write it down. Get your pen and paper. We'll wait. Okay, very good. <laughs> 7111 East 5th Avenue, Sweet C is in Charlie, Scottsdale, Arizona, 85251 in the heart of Old Town Scottsdale. 
We're Fifth Avenue and Stetson Meet. Our Instagram handle, we're pretty funny, so be ready for it. It's at L-U-V underscore L-U-X-E. Our Facebook page is facebook.com slash shop love Lux. My social security number is not as good. <laughs> um, and what else? Oh, you can give us a call if you want. 844-448-5893. Awesome. You'd be bougie with that 844 number. <laughs> um, upcoming events. You know, the year of 2020, we're perfecting our craft. Nice. So we're just we're we're not doing a lot of events like outside of the store. Okay. We're gonna stay in our hood. We're nice. gonna stay in our lane. Okay. We're gonna grow our lane. You know, I think sometimes you can get like oversaturate with everything. Yeah. So we're just staying where we're at. Okay. So nice. come visit us. Awesome. I can't, you couldn't say that any better than that. I really appreciate you for, Thank you. for all of that. Uh, now it's my turn. Ready, right. ready to watch right. this? Oh, uh, the pro here. <laughs> Take notes. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for listening to us today. I want to say thank you to the lovely Sydney here for coming by. I want to say you can hear every episode of Finding Arizona Podcast at FindingArizonaPodcast.com. We make it easy for you guys to connect with us. We do have a newsletter and blog for you guys to sign up. Brittany works very hard on those. On top of which, if you want to become a super fan, we have a place for you to do that as well. Patreon.com slash Podcast, where we have a bonus content podcast called Fine Examination, where we ask every guest 50 questions and miss sydney is going to take the plunge into the okay. question realm it promise it's going to go by fast and it's going to go by fun 50 questions 50 okay. questions i Sweating. promise it's going to be fun uh, you're going to be all right. all right um last but not least you can connect with us on social media at finding arizona podcast that's uh twitter instagram and facebook we are there for you guys to let us know what you want to hear next until next time we will say good night and goodbye bye y'all